This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Coming up on Vancouver Consumer, it's all about your teeth, how to keep them healthy, basically how to keep them, and uh, how having a healthy mouth may mean you avoid some pretty serious illnesses. We're going to talk to the folks at BC Perio uh, coming up, but first some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. It was a big week for Apple computers. They announced a bunch of new products, including a new line of ultra-slim iMac computers. And if you're a user of an iMac, this is a big deal because this is the first time they've redesigned the iMac since 2012. The company also announced a bunch of new products, including AirTags, to help you locate stuff when it gets lost. It's a a little thing you can put on your keys if you want to. And if you lose your keys, you can track them down. Uh, They'll cost $29 US a piece, a little bit more here. The new iMac will start at $12.99 US. They'll be available midnight on April 30th. That's this coming Friday. And these iMacs are a lot thinner. I already thought they were pretty thin, but they will uh, also be very thin, but also come in uh, a bunch of different colors, like purple and green. And this is obviously something that they took into uh, account everybody using Zoom because the camera facing the front will be of a higher quality and the microphone will be better. So obviously aimed at people using Zoom technology. Good news if you're thinking of buying an e-bike, as of this past Wednesday, you won't have to pay provincial sales tax on an e-bike. If you haven't tried one, they're pretty cool. Perfect if you want to pedal and get some exercise, but then occasionally need a little help on the hills. Um, the bikes start at around 1500 bucks, but you can pay a lot more. So that means not paying PST would save you at least about 100 bucks. And are you showering less since the pandemic started? A new survey says if you are, you're not alone. 17% of people are bathing less. A quarter wash their hair less often. And a third are less likely to put on clean clothes every day. But maybe that's okay. A public health expert from Yale says the idea that we need to use soap all over our body is not really founded in any type of science. James Hamblin says while he still washes his hands regularly, he only washes his body with water and occasionally wets his hair, trying to preserve beneficial microorganisms on the skin surface. Those microorganisms are believed to support our immune system and protect our complexion. And a kid from Coquitlam, a very smart kid, is using technology to help educate us about birds. Grade 10 student Adam Dalla is the co-creator of the new mobile game app called Find the Birds. You can get it on Google Play and Apple's App Store. The educational game allows players to virtually explore Arizona's Sauro National Park. Dalla who turns 16 next month. Uh, He lives in Coquitlam, is already being established in the birding world. He won the American Birding Association's Young Birder of the Year Award in 2018 and was the youngest ever presenter at the International Ornithological Congress. And he's like a 15-year-old kid from Coquitlam. This is Vancouver Consumer, and when we come back, some great advice to keep your teeth healthy. We'll talk to BC Perio when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. 
Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and I just read a prediction that the number of people getting dental implants is expected to grow by 50% between now and the end of 2025. Now, think about that. That's a big number. So for every, when there were used to be two people getting dental implants, there will now be three people. They say it's because of new technology, materials being used, techniques that make it quicker, more comfortable, and at the forefront of this new dental implant technology uh, is a place right here in the Lower Mainland, BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They're at 77. 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, also Johnson Street in Coquitlam, two locations. And uh, one of their dental professionals who is working there is Dr. Ron Zokel, and he's our old friend, and he's with us now on Vancouver Consumer. How are you, Dr. Zokel? Uh, Martin, I'm very well. Thank you very much. I enjoy being with you again. Yeah, it's always fun to talk to uh, to Dr. Ron. Uh, now, that uh, figure, that prediction I just mentioned, that uh, the number of people getting dental implants will increase by 50% by the year 2025, does that surprise you or that seems pretty obvious to you? <laughs> It does seem a little bit obvious to me, but then I'm in the middle of that field. What I would suggest, though, is that it takes a dentist to offer the implant as a solution rather than cutting two teeth down either side of a space and offering a bridge, which was the standard of care 50 years ago, perhaps. But with with more and more dentists starting to understand and being able to apply the technology of implant dentistry, it's going to be offered to patients more frequently on a greater scale. So the surprise is not there that we're going to see an increase, significant increase in the number of implants placed. Yeah. And it, it, cause it seems like a, a dental implant is a more permanent solution to than a lot of these things. Uh, it, they do last longer generally, right? Yes, they have the potential. And I like to use the word potential because anything we do, be it a bridge or an implant, if it's nobody, if they don't take care of it, it won't last. Implant is no different. But having said that, we know that a bridge is more likely to deteriorate under normal conditions uh, within maybe 10 to 15 years where a dental implant with proper attention could potentially last a lifetime. So from that perspective, it is a more permanent solution. Yeah, because when I think of, I have one dental implant in in my mouth, and uh, I I got it quite a few years ago, and I I've completely forgotten about it. It's I never think about it. The only time I ever think about it is when I talk to you. <laughs> so I guess well, that's what you things, want. Yeah, these things don't hurt when when they go sour. This is a problem. Uh, if we talk about an implant, even though it has all this great potential to be a phenomenal service for the great majority of people. If you don't take care of it, the disease process will cause it to lose a lot of bone and it may or may not get infected. The unfortunate thing is, is that you can't tell as a patient because the disease process is usually painless, unlike a tooth. Therefore, at a time when an implant becomes painful, it's normally gone through a massive amount of deterioration and you probably have to lose it. So get to a dentist on a regular basis if you have an implant and make sure you get it checked out to make sure it stays healthy. That's right. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel, a dentist at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, uh, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver. They're also in Coquitlam on Johnson Street. You can go to bcperio.ca to see all the services they have. I mean, they are a full service uh, clinic and implant center, uh, but it's implants that are are kind of the center of what they do. Um, and let's talk about 
kind of misconceptions about uh, about things like dental implants? Like, what kind of people do you see, and, and is there a, a sort of a common thing where people don't realize that there are ways that they can fix problems uh, quite easily in their mouth? Well, that's a that's a very interesting question because. People have a perception of where they are in a disease pattern. If they have a, if they're young and they have one tooth that's got a problem, the solution is pretty straightforward and fairly simple. However, if they've lost a good many teeth, then maybe they have not paid attention to their back teeth and lost a lot of their back teeth and now their front teeth are starting to deteriorate, they could be in a state of deterioration, which is not easily solvable with a simple little implant here or a little implant there. And that's why it's really important to have a comprehensive analysis of what's going on. Because by and large, if you try to treat something simply that demands a more complex treatment plan, it might be a waste of time and money because you could throw thousands of dollars for a simple solution that will fail within four to five years. And nobody really wants that. Mm-hmm. And, and let's talk about uh, how, you, how you really care for someone's uh, situation with their mouth. Uh, things like x-rays, how important are they? And, and what other technologies do you have to, to really get a sense of where people are at with their, with their dental health? Well, it requires a number of things, but the x-rays are a foundation. You can't take a look at the bone structure, which is often indicative of the state of health around teeth or implants without x-rays. You have to take a look at the character of the gum tissue because that also is an indicator of disease or how many problems there might be, whether there's recession or whether there's an infection in the gums that is not resolved and is, is continuing to allow bone loss to occur. So you have that, you take a look at the bite, you see where are the forces being placed on teeth and are they stable or are they unstable? Now, all of these factors contribute to the rate of disease and deterioration of the teeth. So it's important to really take a comprehensive look at the big picture. Mm-hmm. And are, are implants, uh, you know, obviously uh, it's not a one size fits all uh, solution, but uh is it, is it like most problems can be solved with a dental implant? Is it a, a higher number? Or, or some people come in and say, I want an implant, and you say, I can't give you an implant. I don't know if I've ever said I can't give you yeah, an implant. Yeah, I, didn't think, I a, didn't think you did. <laughs> it, but it is a matter of what you have to do, because sometimes when the bone loss has been so great and somebody is looking for an implant-supported tooth in a location, sometimes you have to regenerate that bone structure in order to put an implant in there. And we can do that. That's something that we do routinely. So in order to give people their solid teeth back and to give them a, a functioning mouth that's as stable as perhaps they were when they're early in their teenage and early 20s or something along that line, it's all possible. Yeah, and it's good. To, I mean, you said we do, you do that a lot. And I think it's good that people uh, understand it. BC Perio, this is your specialty. You, you, you've done this before. <laughs> you've, you've been to this rodeo before. Well, you know, the majority of us at BC Perio teach this field internationally and have been doing so for quite a few years. Uh, and we are called upon all over the world to give lectures and training programs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're always talking about uh, uh, different uh, conventions and uh, symposiums and things. But let's, let's talk about, uh, about dental implants and what they are, because I think most people have an idea of what they are. But in a nutshell, um, describe what a dental implant is. Well, a dental implant 
is a, a structure which replaces the root of a tooth and and it goes into the bone structure to be satisfactorily placed. And when the bone forms around it, it's normally made of titanium or titanium alloy, and the bone uh, actually grows to the implant and holds it very stable, thus allowing it to have a tooth put on it. And then the biting forces, which can be very significant, can be placed on there without causing the bone to deteriorate. So it just requires some mature bone around this titanium structure to have a tooth put on it to be successful. And it needs to be done right. I mean, you're talking about, you know, uh, having something grow into a bone. So if it's not done right, and that's why somebody should make sure they go to uh, a dental clinic that has done this before. Am I, I'm, I'm guessing you're going to agree with that statement. <laughs> yeah, and we, we do see a lot of cases where the implant has not been placed optimally. And it's a skill set in an art form. There's no question about that. Uh, but it's really, really important that we take a look at, at uh, all the factors that are going to, let's say, factor into the success of that implant. And normally it's function, which is force-related issues, and the other is hygiene. And, uh, and the position of the implant relative to the tooth on top. So all of that contributes to the long-term stability and success of the implant. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel. Uh, he's a dentist at BC Perio, the Dental Health and Implant Center. They're at 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, also in Coquitlam, uh, Johnson Street, and you can go to their website, bcperio.ca. And if you uh, like to phone, you can always give them a call, 604-872-0222. And uh, we're talking about implants and uh uh, all the other things that you do. I mean, what what are some of the uh, some of the uh, we we're talking about the symposiums and things that you go to? What what are some of the the dental implant technologies that are really exciting to you now? Or is there anything new on the horizon that you're looking forward to to not only doing but teaching? Uh, gosh, I would say that there are several areas of interest and in, in technology improvement. One is digital implant dentistry, where we're using uh, optical scanners and such to help treatment plan and rebuild mouths and also to place implants more accurately. Uh, there are growths in materials uh, to re help improve the predictability of bone regeneration. So there's no shortage of, of subjects, I suppose, in this field, uh, which we're, not, we're part of when we just got to keep on top of it because the science is massively, a lot of volume of it. And we just got to, we're all got to be on top of it as much as we possibly can to make sure we're staying the leading edge in the field. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, I mean, that's an example of why you need to go to a place like BC Perio, uh, the Dental Health and Implant Center, because um, this is, uh, this is some of this is very new technology. This is stuff you weren't doing if just a few years ago. So you want to, you want to be at the place where the people are on top of it. Yeah, we sure do. And I, that's one of the things I appreciate about working at BC Perio is that we have no shortage of technology. Uh, we, we actually pull in all the equipment that's necessary to keep us abreast of the best possible techniques and services that are, that we have available in the profession. So we're always looking at ways that we can improve and refine. And there, as I say, the growth is always there. So we have to be diligent in making sure that we're up to date. 
Right. And I'm looking on your website, which is bcperio.ca, and uh, it, it looks like a lovely place. It looks, it's colorful. It's bright. It's not a, it's not a scary place. And uh, when we come back on Vancouver Consumer, uh, I want to talk about uh, dental anxiety and how you deal with that. And, and the fact that, I mean, some of this technology, as you know, you're talking about grafting to the bone, it, it's, it sounds, uh, it sounds very uh, invasive, but but you can do things very quickly and very painlessly, can't you? Absolutely right. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. When we come back, this is Vancouver Consumer. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel. He is a dentist at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. You can go to bcperio.ca and uh, get a full idea of what they do. And you can see uh, their green chairs. They have these beautiful green chairs. <laughs> and looking out over over the city, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. We'll talk about that. Uh, that's when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW right after this. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And uh, if you are missing a tooth and say you haven't had a tooth for a long time, you've kind of gotten used to it, you don't have to get used to it. You can call the folks at BC Perio and they can set you up with a dental implant. Uh, it's basically like getting a new tooth and uh, you just have to take care of it and it will hopefully last a very long time, perhaps as long as you. Uh, Dr. Ron Zokel is a dentist at BC Perio. They are at 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, as well as Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And uh, Dr. Zokel, my daughter is uh, 21 and uh, the other day she had to go to the dentist. She's never had a cavity in her life. And uh, she was going to the dentist, and she was really nervous about it. And I was saying, well, you have nothing to be nervous about. But she was so, like, surprisingly nervous about going to the dentist. And uh, how do you deal with that? Uh, because, um, you know, you're, you're doing uh, a lot of uh, technology that's kind of new. It might be kind of scary for some people. But uh, what do you say to people who are thinking of getting a dental implant? How do you calm them down? <laughs> well, dental anxiety is not something new by any stretch of the imagination. A lot of that is dependent on how they were brought up and what their perspective is. Now, I, I've heard some of some parents saying, if you aren't good, we're going to send you to the dentist. Now, that's <laughs> the type of thing that creates a massive anxiety for people thinking it's bad. But people who have a lot of anxiety often haven't been to a dental office. Uh, one of the, the average dental office is uh, is actually pretty pretty darn strong in their ability to help people who are very anxious. And once a patient has been to that type of a dentist from time to time, they lose that anxiety. Some people, though, might be so severe, the important thing for a dentist to do is to recognize that it's there and also to recognize that a few words that they speak aren't going to make a significant bit of difference. They have to be acknowledging, acknowledging the patient and their uh, severity of their anxiety, and they have to be as comforting as they possibly can and soothing. So over a period of time, that patient will eventually come to a point where they start to trust and their anxiety levels would be reduced. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to dental implants, I mean, uh, would you say that the process has become a lot uh, more comfortable? It's obviously quicker now than it was even a couple of years ago. 
Well, that lot depends on the nature of the surgery required to put the implant in. And if the bone is optimal and the gum tissue is optimal, sometimes that implant can be put in within less than half an hour. Uh, sometimes when the complexity of the placement is much more severe, and you might have to bone graft along with it, it might take the better part of an hour to an hour and a half, depending on the knowledge that that clinician and surgeon has and the experience that they have. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel. He is a dentist at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They're on West Broadway in Vancouver, Johnson Street in Coquitlam. bcperio.ca is the website. And uh, I got my dental implant uh, quite a few years ago now, and it was a long process. They put it in, and then they had to wait till it healed up, and then I got the the... What, what do you call it? Did you say not a crown put on, but I got the tooth attached? How would yeah, you describe Exactly, a crown put on. That's exact terminology. Oh, good. Yeah, so, but it was a long process, is what I'm saying. And now I, I read that you can do something that you are very proud of called teeth in a day. Teeth in sure. one day. Now, that can refer to one tooth, a few teeth, or all the teeth in an upper or lower jaw, and sometimes both upper and lower jaws all at the same time. But when you take a tooth out and you put a dental implant in, more often than not, we are able to put a tooth on it immediately fixed to the implant. And when we do that, we get some of the very, very finest long-term results. Wow. So that, I mean, how long has that been done? Oh, gosh. I would say probably 15 to 20 years. Wow. By very, very few implant surgeons. Right. Not very many are, were doing that even 10, 15 years ago. And I think even today, not that many are actually doing it. It's very leading edge, but it requires is a level of sophistication and knowledge within your field that allows you to identify when it's reasonable to do it without complications. And that's, that's one of the larger criteria, I would say. Yeah. And that's why you want to go to a clinic that specializes in dental implants and has been doing dental implants. And in your case, has been teaching about dental implants for years. You've been teach you teach this technology to young dental students. Young and old for that matter, because there's a <laughs> lot of older dentists who need this training as well. But I would say that for the young dentists in their early phase of their training, uh, we suggest that they don't consider teeth in a day to start out with. We, we ask them to focus in on making sure the implants are able to be stable and predictable. And they, once they get comfortable with that procedure, then they can expand into the more advanced procedures of, of actually putting a tooth on the implant at the same time as you place the implant. Mm -hmm. And that's why uh, BC Perio uh, might be the place to go because uh, they are the people at the forefront of this technology. And, and talking about teeth in, in one day and talking about people who, who perhaps have their whole upper jaw uh, equipped with implants, you must have seen a lot of real um, examples of people whose lives have been changed by this technology. Wow, uh, absolutely. Probably nothing that we do other than cosmetic restorations of natural teeth actually make an impact uh, psychologically, sociologically, uh, biz economically from a business perspective than does this concept of teeth in a day where you take some people who are heavily diseased and very not very aesthetic and in one day you remove the teeth and the diseased tissue, put the implants in and give them a complete set of teeth that very same day. They walk out looking like a million dollars and you can't 
believe the impact that has on their lives. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting what you say because we've talked a little bit before about all these studies that show that people with with a a, a proud smile of good teeth they they not only are happier but sometimes but statistically they make more money and and their lives are just sort of enhanced because of that. Well, they do. And one of the big reasons is that they're much more approachable when they look good. And they're much more approachable when they feel confident of their smile and their abilities. Therefore, they're more successful social, socially and they're more successful in business as well. Mm-hmm. And that's why you need d- people like Dr. Ron Zokel, uh, BC Perio, the Dental Health and Implant Center, uh, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, Johnson Street in Coquitlam. So what, what do you recommend as kind of the, the sort of uh, process? If someone maybe has, a, has been missing a tooth for a long time, a lot of people just get used to not having a tooth. But do you recommend just come in for a consultation, get, a, get BC Perio to look at your mouth and see what they can do? I think that's the ideal first step because I, I don't think everybody understands the nature of the deterioration that might be happening, even with a one tooth loss. And, and by coming in so that we can help understand it, our first goal is to identify the nature of your problems and to give you options for solutions for it. Uh, there is no obligation to continue and for treatment, but our first objective is to make sure that you completely understand the nature of the problem and, and the proper treatment options available to you. And would you say that uh, BC Perio kind of provides a, a holistic approach to your to your whole dental health? Like the, you're not just looking at the, the place where the where you need an implant. It, it's how it all works together. Would you say that's true? Well, thank you for saying that because that's absolutely true. Dental implants are a technology, a tool, if you will, that we will use for most missing teeth. However, our primary goal is not to place dental implants. Our primary goal is to ensure long-term, healthy, and stable dentitions for people so they can go about their lives without worrying about the health of their teeth. So if our first goal is about the person, not the implant. Right. Yeah. It's the, the implant is just uh, useful technology. That's what it is. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, BC Perio as a whole for people. It, it's not just for people who want to come in and have an implant. You do, you're a full service dental health center. Uh, pretty much so. We are, our skill sets lie in prosthodontics and, and implant surgery and periodontics. That's where our primary skill sets is. People would like to have a root canal, need a root canal, whatever it might be, or orthodontics. We will tend to refer those people. But the first point is you need somebody who will be the hub of your care, and that is to understand the nature of comprehensive care for your mouth and then to get you to the right spots. If we don't provide that particular service, we'll find somebody who will. Right, right. So once again, back to the sort of holistic approach. Yeah, the big picture. Yeah. And uh, how are things going with uh, COVID? I remember the first time I went to the dentist uh, since the COVID thing happened, uh, it, was a, it was a little bit strange, but you quickly get used to it. And, and you're coping well with, with COVID these days? Things are firing on all cylinders? Yes, we've had no issues whatsoever. I, I heard a, a bit of a report. It's unfortunate. It's anecdotal. But I heard a report that said that there was no dental clinic in North America that actually had a COVID-19 conversion, 
where somebody acquired COVID-19 while in a dental clinic. And there's a lot of dental clinics in North America. Certainly BC Perio, we've not had one. And uh, I, I, I really think that for our purposes, the risk level for anybody coming in is incredibly low. Right. That's good to know. So do you think a lot of people are maybe skipping the dentist and not going in when they should be? Well, the heavy fear and lack of knowledge and lack of understanding of the science might cause somebody to do that. And I would suggest that the science that we do have suggests that it is a greater risk not to come in and not to have proper checkups and proper cleanings because there's going to be a higher level of disease that will occur as a result of staying away. And considering that there has been no transmissions that we've ever recorded, then it doesn't make sense to stay away. Right. So how often, I guess, when you're a dentist, you need to get your, your teeth cleaned or checked. Do you just like roll in and say, hey, take a look? Or, or do you No, make, no. <laughs> do you have to make an appointment like everybody else? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and considering today's pandemic issues, when somebody calls in, we're going to go through a verbal screening to make sure you're not going to bring in a disease process into the clinic as well. Yes. This of- may... Yeah, this may well have a large part to do with why we haven't seen any conversions at all to uh, to any type of a COVID-19 uh, communication. And that is we screen effectively over the phone to start with. And when you come in again, we screen again and take your temperature and may, might even take your pulse oxygen uh, levels to make sure you don't have a respiratory issue. So by and large, we very thoroughly evaluate the people who are coming through our front doors. And so you got to go through two screening processes to even get to the back areas where we actually provide the services. Right. That's good to know. I think for a lot of people, uh, it seems like the dentist's office is a very intimate space. And it, um, of course, you're dealing with the mouth. And uh, it's kind of comforting to know uh, that, that it's a safe place. Well, absolutely. And I can't work on my patients while they're wearing a mask. So that becomes a bit of an issue. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, Dr. Ron Zokel, uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. You are uh, at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. You are one of the team. And uh, if you are thinking of of that kind of uh, dental care, especially dental implants, BC Perio is the place to go. Just go to bcperio.ca. Uh, you can see exactly what they do. They have uh, locations in uh, Vancouver, 777 West Broadway, and Johnson Street in Coquitlam. Thank you, Dr. Zokel. It was always, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you, Martin. Good to be with you again. Yeah, have a great weekend. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, we're going to ask Andrew. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. And it's time for our Ask Andrew segment. That's where we ask the executive producer of Vancouver uh, Vancouver Consumer, uh, Andrew Ferreira, about what's going on. He has his uh, finger on the pulse, and uh, everybody's talking about the new travel restrictions. And I'm kind of confused about, I mean, what what region are we not allowed to go to? Like from, from if you live in Vancouver, uh, what does this mean? Uh, so yeah, you know, this was the big news yesterday morning, uh, uh, with this announcement that, you know, they're slapping new travel restrictions on the province. Uh, and so basically what it means, um, is the province is split up into three zones, if you will. 
there is the Vancouver Island zone. There is uh, the Vancouver Coastal Health and Fraser Health zone, which is the lower mainland and the Fraser Valley. Uh, and then there's the Interior Health and Northern Health zone. Um, so those are the three areas. If you reside in any one of those areas, you are not to leave that area. So for those of you who maybe live in Chilliwack, but you know maybe you have a job and that job is in Coquitlam, that's okay. That's fine. Uh, let's say you live in you know Victoria, but you wanted to come across to the mainland to do some shopping. That is not okay. Not so much. Do not do it. You will be fined $575 for it. Um, they are going to be checking, uh, you know, they're setting up, you know, watches on highways. Uh, there's going to be people on the ferries. They'll be turned around. Um, you'll be turned around by BC Ferries if you're traveling for non-essential reason, regions. And the major routes this affects is all of the Tawasin to the island routes. Uh, Horseshoe Bay to Nanaimo, Comox to Powell River, and Port Hardy to Prince Rupert. So if you're trying to, you know, skirt that by taking a ferry, that's not going to work. They're going to turn you right around. Um, all of these effects will last until May the 25th. So it's about a month from now. And the hope is that cutting this interregional travel will help cut down the spread of, of the new variants because they've been going up. Uh, it's no, you know, and vaccines notwithstanding, uh, not everyone is vaccinated. Uh, and that's the big problem here. Uh, so with travel bookings, if you've got travel bookings, uh, existing ones will be canceled. Uh, there will be, uh, you know, work to either move, shift those around, postpone. Uh, camping is not considered a reason for essential travel. Uh, and your recreational trips will be canceled if they are outside of your own, you know, zone. So let's say you live in Vancouver and you, you know, wanted to go hike, uh, you know, you wanted to go for a nice hike. Uh, up near Kamloops, nope, cancel mm -hmm. that. Don't do it. Uh, if you've booked a road test uh, in another region, uh, I know there's, you know, it's been in the news that people from the Lower Mainland have been booking road tests on the island. That will be moved. Um, ICBC will will call you and they will say, why don't you book something in your own zone? And if you have to wait, you have to wait. Um, you know, there's a whole lot of, you know, kind of. If you have any doubt, just don't do it. Um, that's kind of how I personally approach this and how I think we all should be approaching this. If you have any doubt, just don't do it. Um, you know, and of course, there are essential reasons for traveling between these health zones. Uh, you know, if you're returning to your principal residence or if you're moving, that's fine. Uh, work, um, you know, scrolling down the list, and there's a long list of things. I won't bother reading them all, uh, but attending school. Responding to a critical incident, providing care to somebody, uh, you know, attending a funeral, uh, visiting a resident as an essential visitor. All these are, are, are essential reasons for going, you know, from Prince George to Vancouver or from Victoria to, you know, Fort St. John. These are all OK reasons to go. Uh, but outside of these, you know, really essential reasons, don't just mm -hmm. just do not do it. it it's that simple. You know, I know it's going to suck to, you know, essentially be missing. I, I believe this coincides with with uh, with May long with May two four. Um, but hey, you know, we've had many chances to try and get this under control and we still haven't. So this is what we have to do now. Um, so at the end of the day, like I said before, if you have any doubt, just don't do it. Just stay, you know, in the in the area where you are. It'll be better for all of us. So I guess I'll be vacationing in Burnaby uh, this spring. You could even go as far as, uh, dare I say, Coquitlam. <laughs> really? You could even do that. I be could, careful, though. 
Yeah, be careful. Yeah, I guess that's the bottom line. Be careful. Well, thanks for for sorting that out, uh, because that was big news yesterday. Uh, That is Andrew Ferreira. He is the executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and you can hear Vancouver Consumer on CKNW every Saturday from 2 to 4. Have yourself a great rest of the weekend, and we'll see you next week. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.